Excuse me, gente. It's your girl Nina Montañez. Hey, yo, what it do? It's your boy Rue, and I'm coming for you. <laughs> and this is Sofrito Speaks. Sofrito Speaks is a podcast for Latinos by Latinos. This season, we will continue to focus on discussions that need to be had, points that need to be made, and boundaries that we need to break. Upgrading our estilo and bringing you two fresh servings weekly, this is Serving One, which will contain our returning section, El Chisme. El Chisme is where we will let you all know what had us jodido or fucked up during our week, followed by our new section, Ay Bendito. Ay Bendito is our version of Say What Now, where we fill you in on anything from media headlines to local news and give you our opinions. Serving Two will be served on Thursdays and will feature the audience favorite, Caldero Talk and Reposar. That's that on that, Corona. <laughs> Let's begin. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Yes, y'all already know another week that we're blessed to see. Episode 18, season two, Sofrito Speaks. Okay, with the bars. You know what I'm saying? I've been been writing a little bit. (laughs) Annoying as. We have a great episode for you guys this week. Um, our Caldero Talk features two very special guests. Shout out to Juju and Janeris for tuning in with their opinions. We had a great conversation during our Caldero Talk. Um, oh, can't wait for you guys to hear that on Thursday. But skip all the messiness. Let's get right into it because we got shit to say. Mm. <laughs> this is our first section, which is... El Chisme. Yo, welcome back, Nina. Uh, let us know what had you fucked up these past, what, week and a half, two weeks? Mm, I'm saying what had me fucked up was this pollen. This pollen this is pollen is a different. Bitch. You know what I'm saying? And and I I like, I really do love fresh air. So I love when I wake up in the morning, I love to open my windows, open my shades, yep, yep. curtains, you name it. Like that's my whole part of my whole morning routine. I make my bed, open my shades. Let me get that natural lighting. But as I'm making my way over to my window, making my I'm way slipping downtown. and sliding <laughs> on a nice thick ass layer of pollen. <laughs> and Sulma's running in my room talking about, you need to shut your windows. There's pollen everywhere. And I'm like, okay, you need to shut the kitchen windows. The kitchen windows being open ain't got shit to do with my bedroom windows being open. They're not even in the same room. So <laughs> how, how did this become a me problem? I'm, I'm, I'm confused. Is it my fault? Did I open the kitchen windows? I don't think so. And then we have white tiles. 
So, like, so you could see it clearly. Yeah, so that, like, it sucks. So our kitchen Why windows... is the pollen so heavy this year, though? I feel like it's never well, been... Because I don't I know. For like... me, I've never noticed it before. I feel like because the world was at a standstill for so long, mm, Mother the Nature trees were got like, to we regenerate. Breathe, honey. You know what I'm saying? Like, we gave the atmosphere <laughs> time to breathe and recoll- and collect itself, basically. And now it's, like, literally shitting on everybody. <laughs> I wouldn't like, be surprised if... We... Yo, Go back inside. Dead ass. Like I went outside and I looked at my car and I, uh, you would think that I purchased Don't a even get me car. Started. Don't even get me started. Yeah, Don't because you, th- this motherfucker got a, got a, I got a whip and he <sighs> washes it every week. I get my car cleaned every week. I mean, sometimes I do it by like by myself. I bought the kit and I did it. I do it on my own. But like this past week, I went to the car wash because I was being lazy. Spent twelve bucks. Drove it home only for the clouds and the thunder to come like five minutes after I park in my driveway and starts raining for like 10 minutes. So some little bitch ass rain, some bitch ass rainstorm. Like, I'm like, really? This is this but, is what you I did? Mean, the, I normally before I even get my car cleaned, I always check the, the weather. I checked the weather, too. I did. I did. And it said 30 percent. And I'm like, OK, 30 percent. I've said that before and it didn't really rain. Um, it said 30 percent. Psych. Yeah, uh, I was like, uh, yeah, no, we're gonna rain for 30 seconds. Uh, but we're gonna, right? Rain. That's what we meant 30 <laughs> seconds. 30 I was seconds of super heavy upset. rain, super upset. Suma then- was like, come to the porch because, like, our porch is all windows. She said, come to the porch and just come, come bask in Mother Nature. Aww. And I'm like, and be wet. No, I'm good. I'm gonna stay in my room. Thank you. <laughs> my stupid ass forgot that I had my windows open, so I was like in the kitchen cooking something to eat. And then when I came into my room, th- there was like a half an inch of water on the floor. I was like, oh, shit. So I had to grab towels to clean it up. Yeah, that was me Saturday night. Because not only did I wash my car and clean it, I went out, did what I needed to do, and forgot that I left my all four windows to my car. I left them down. (gasps) like Like if I'm in fucking Miami. And I'm like, okay. So I go turn up. I chill at my friends. It rains for like probably three or four minutes. But... It got into the car and I was like, what I what was more shocking to me is that I get to the car and I'm like, yo, did they steal anything? I mean, I don't have anything in my car for you to steal, but still, like, you know, people will look through it or whatever. And I'm like, they didn't steal nothing. Wow. I'm I'm very happy for the beacons. You're doing good. You guys are doing good. You guys are doing really good. <laughs> step in the right direction there was (laughs) there was a little bit of rain in on the seeds and i was like you know what like i need to go home because this car shit is fucking me up this car shit is fucking me up it's crazy um yeah no i i'm all set with the pollen and then i got into my car to drive to drive it and i for like it took me about a good five minutes to get comfortable with being in my car again. Like I hadn't driven my car in that long. I was like, wow, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like it, fe- it even, it felt weird to even be behind the wheel of a car. Cause it had been so long. Um, so I'm just like, Ugh, I'm so over this, but Paul got me fucked up. These little, these little email blasts of quote unquote solidarity that I'm getting. I'm over. <laughs> Because these little the, statements that people within, are making within the context of the text, it's literally all lives matter, and I'm just like, you're missing mm-hmm. the whole point. Like when you capitalize the word "all," but like continue with your message, you're letting me know that it's an all lives matter email. Like I don't, I want nothing 
when I tell you nothing to do with this email, I don't even want to associate myself with the people who sent this email. Like I'm so over it. Um, and I know that there's, you know, a bunch of them going around on the internet or whatever, but I'm talking about the ones that I get personally from certain establishments that might pay my bills. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it don't, it's, and it's, it is alarming because of the community that we serve in that that was and the email that was deaf sent. They can be. And yes, it was very tone deaf and I'm still trying to gather my thoughts so that way when I do go into a diversity meeting or whatever they have planned because white people love to talk about diversity but I'm still waiting on them to implement the shit that they said they were going to try and do you know what I'm saying like I should I just I, I I used to go through that with Starbucks I hate the whole diversity meetings I hate how you are trying to tell me how to act in these situations like you don't know what the fuck I go through you don't have the same color skin you don't you have privilege we we don't see we're not on the same place like we're not here so to have a meeting about how you should react, how you should be acting, how you should represent. This is not what I'm care- what I'm worried about. I'm not worried about your company, bro. <laughs> like, right. I'm worried about me. I- I'm going through this shit. I'm going through this shit. You're not. You're good. You're all lives matter. You stay your ass over there. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Right. So That's I'm just, just like. I, just, I, I can't. You need to stop. You don't. My thing is, is like how tone deaf and insensitive are you that those of us who are trying to, who are advocating very openly about, you know, where we stand on the matter. I just don't understand how you, first of all, you are speaking to another group of white people when before you put out these messages and, you know, announcements and get these things together you're speaking to a group of white people a group of people who have never been oppressed and then you are seeking validation in your whiteness as in quote unquote i'm gonna use quotes as an ally from people of color you don't think we're fucking tired now to have to sit in a room to to talk about amongst each other about you know what's going on in the climate and how can we do better in our spaces? And it's just like, we don't, you need to do the research. You need to want to educate yourself. Like, you stop calling upon us to be the token in order for you to understand and feel like, you know, you're about something. We're tired. I'm, I'd rather take all my energy and put it towards talking to other people on the outside. This is years of it building within workspaces and it took for this new age like civil rights movement for you to be like, oh, so all the meetings we were having in the past really didn't do much. Yikes. Yeah. Let's talk again. And it's like, I'm tired of talking. talking. I am so over talking because the same shit is being said. The the irony because we run a podcast. (laughs) You know, right, right. No, because again, and my thing is, is like, if I'm gonna go into a, a boardroom and have this conversation, I'm talking to a bunch of people who have sat through, who have all these little stupid ass certificates of like attending diversity and inclusion 101, like 
for three days straight. You sat in a fucking meeting to tell you to not be a dickhead in the workspace for three fucking days and you got a certificate out of it. What did you implement? What what action did you take to make yeah. sure that it wasn't you a waste of three wrong, days? You, you know what I'm wrong. saying? So like, excuse me if I don't have the language to stroke your ego really quick. Excuse me if I don't have the energy to keep up with your stupidity. I, I don't have it. I don't. I'd rather use all that energy into doing something else out there. For me, it doesn't start start in the workplace. Absolutely does not. It does not. Because again, how many times have have our higher-ups sat in these meetings and then come back to, to let us peasants on the front lines know what's going on and then tell us it was so enlightening? Well, then enlighten us, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say on that. I have... I, <laughs> oh, my God. That's what had me fucked up, guys. Oh, MJ. But what about you, boo? What about you? Well, you know, aside from everything that's in the news and everything that's been going on, um, I did go to Baltimore mm-hmm. and I went out to help my friend move. Um, I had a good time while I was out there. I Yeah, I was like kind of sad when you like didn't ask me if I wanted a coffee. And I was like, why isn't he hitting me up for coffee? And then I realized, oh, shit, this is the week he was in gone. Baltimore. Gone. I'm gone. Gone. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I went out there the first, so everyone's like, oh my God, what, like, what hotel did you stay at? Cause my hotel was lit. Like I was shocked. Yo, um, them little, you, what'd you get upgraded to what? The penthouse suite? Yeah, like I what? I upgraded to a, to a one, one, I don't know, one bedroom suite. And she was like, there's nobody in the hotel. So like, um, I'm going to upgrade you. It's on the first floor. It's right next to the exit. You can come in and out as you please. And it's two floors. I was like, What? Okay, bitch. I ain't got no problem. I only paid one hundo. I'm good with it. So, um, but I was a little nervous because it was the parking lot was outdoor parking. And if you've ever been to Baltimore, if you've ever been to the downtown area, it is not the safest area. I mean, I've felt safer in New York than I did in Baltimore. That's just me. Um, that's also because I'm not too familiar with Baltimore. But there are a lot of homeless. There are there is a lot of you know, there are a lot of people who are just out in those streets all night long. And being that my car has Massachusetts plates, being that it is a Honda, I always get scared of it getting broken into. Right. Aren't they like statistically known for being the most broken into and stole, like cars and stolen parts? Yeah. So they used I feel like to. I've heard that. Yeah, they used to be. Now they're getting a little bit better because, um, you know, Obviously, like they have the push to start feature. They have like, you know, like my emergency brake. You can't really find it. Like I couldn't find it the first few days. I was like, where the fuck is the emergency brake? And it's a fucking little button in the middle of the council. <laughs> I'm like, OK, so I don't know. I feel like it's gotten a lot better with Hondas and they have the alarm and, they, you know, everything they used to be before. They used to be very easy to break into. Now it's a little bit. I, I was told it's a little bit more difficult to break into them and they made it like that on purpose. Um, so I was nervous about that. Uh, it was cute because I'd never been nervous about leaving my car anywhere until that time. Mm. Um, but Baltimore is full of potholes. Their streets are full of potholes. <laughs> they do not give a fuck about your wheel alignment. They do not give a fuck about your car. I was shooketh. Okay. Shooketh. I had to leave the car parked because I was like, I'm not even driving this like no more. I can't even deal with it. The the traffic lights are about five to eight minutes long. You're sitting in traffic for about five to eight minutes, mm-hmm. just waiting for it to turn green. It was it was an experience. 
I cannot. Um, the drive was cute. You know, uh, the drive was five hours and 50, five hours and 50 minutes. Um, it wasn't too bad. You don't really hit any tolls until you get to, I think, uh, Philadelphia. That sounds like a really peaceful ass drive. Like, no bullshit. Like, I have a friend that, um, why am I forgetting where that motherfucker lives? Oh my God, I'm blanking. In- but we were like, yo, honestly, we should just like pick a destination like that's in between the two of us and just like meet up there. And I think it was like either Baltimore or Philly was like one of the, I don't know. It was like something like that. And I was like, I'm so down for a long ass drive. Like I love long ass drives. Like I know that playlist was fire, bro. Mm-hmm. I had to put my uh my old school playlist on. I went through everything. Y'all saw, yo, I was driving down the, that highway to Britney, to fucking Christina Aguilera, 702, TLC. I had the old school Nicki Minaj, like the mixtape days going. <laughs> like I was <laughs> I was up in there and I was having a blast. It was a good drive. I loved the drive. I hated the like I just hated the amount of stupidity that's on the road. Cause I just didn't understand. Like so many people that do things while they're driving that I'm like, how what what are you thinking about when you're doing that? Because I never want to think like that. <laughs> <laughs> what is going through? Walk us through the, the thought process. <laughs> what is happening? Um, other than that, I mean, the only other thing that's really had me fucked up, like I said, was the media headlines, um, you know, and just seeing all these people like on my timeline and on my, you know, newsfeed that are like trying to pull up in my DMs talking about let's talk about this. Let's talk about Black Lives Matter and how it really is all lives matter. I'm not arguing with a racist. I've said this before. I'm gonna say this again. We are not arguing. There's no reason for us to argue. You see things your way. I see things my way. It is not my job to convince you on how things work. If you want to mm-hmm. get educated, I can educate you. I can help you in that sense. But if yeah, you want to like sit here and have a debate, say, I want to understand. Bet. Yeah. Let's talk. But if, if you're you gonna come at me and, and, yeah. and like mock me and because because you know I believe in justice for the black community, like get the fuck off my page. Bye. Yeah, and I, I just. You know, I'm not following. I'm, I'm I'm, just letting it go. Like, that's where our friendship is ending. Um, it's crazy to see, like, how many people really just are being blatantly racist on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep telling my friend, I'm like, yo, right now a lot of people are just starting to show their true colors. And when people show mm. you their true colors, don't question it. Don't question it. Don't. I'm not hitting you up like, what do you mean all lives matter? You want to think all lives matter? Then by by all means, go ahead. Go mm-hmm. ahead. I'm going to leave it right there. When you hit me up, you know, in the future for any little thing, I'm going to remember all lives matter, right, though? Like, that. that's you, right? All right. I'm like, all right. We don't need to talk no more. Like, like, I mean, and there have been, like, a lot of people that are posting, like, you know, your white friend you you are the only black person or you know person of color that your white friend fucks with they don't they don't give a fuck about anybody else you thought they did because they fucked with you but at the end of the mm-hmm. day they only fucked with you and i i, I just I, see I a lot that of people that are like, in the i saw in that the- and i was like yo like i didn't even think about it like that you know what i'm saying like you got that one and i that's you know that token you got that token friend and i was like oh shit like there are a lot of white people that I know that have been real fucking quiet. But then mm-hmm. again, it's like, I don't know that they're not having those conversations with their families inside. That's of where home. it's, that's where it becomes like Murky, difficult. Cause you know? one of my friends was like 
telling me that. She's like, you know, I have a lot of white friends who are not posting about it. And it's like, yeah, but at the same time, we don't know. We don't know what conversations they're having off of social media. It doesn't need to be on social media. I'm like, but when they do post, pay attention. Mm. I will say that. Yeah, a lot of people, I see a lot of like white people are posting like, MLA quotes and I'm like what does that even mean like y'all quote him on Martin Luther King Day what does that mean right now for y'all posting it now like it's like a like how they're like oh Martin Luther King um, protested peacefully and I'm like but y'all shot him him. you still shot him you still killed him so where are we (laughs) like stop with that stop trying to use that to combat what is going on I'm trying to Stop trying to stick up for, you know, these businesses who don't give a fuck about you. No, like oh, my we mom, shouldn't be, we I, shouldn't be looting. How disrespectful, how unclassy, how could you be looting? You That just goes to show how immature you are. Listen, when we speak, they don't listen. So we gotta, we gotta burn shit up in order to be seen. Like, I and I had a conversation with my best friend who is white and I, I love her to death. You know what I'm saying? Like she, she is taking the time to educate herself and she understands her privilege. Like when, when she talks to me a lot of the time, when she's trying to tell me about a problem that she has, she will like start her sentence with, I recognize my privilege and this is how I feel. Like she lets me know that she sees you know, how can, how she can be favored. And I, I appreciate that about her. So when I was talking to her, she was like, I haven't spoken. Her, she lives with her, her grandfather lives with her. And she's like, I haven't spoken to him in a week because I was trying to have those conversations at the dinner table, you know, based off of race. And he's so stuck in his way. I believe he's from uh, the Midwest. And she was like, he don't even want to talk to me anymore because I think black lives matter. Like, <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, I'm so, yeah. I, and I said, I was like, yo, I'm sorry that, you know, you have to have that tension in your household right now, but thank you for speaking out against it. And I was like, just, I was like, granted, like, just because you're not constantly posting daily on social media, you know, like, I appreciate you taking that step forward and me being uncomfortable in your own house in order to educate your family. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I, and then thank you for that. And it's like she was telling me she was like hey nina like normally when i would post on my story i would get like 200 views i only she's like i'm lucky if i even break 100 now and i'm like oh yeah same same you know i used to get like 200 plus views and i'm noticing that they're they're going down i'm losing followers too i'm okay with that i ain't nobody noticing a lot of people that are you know like i said like i said earlier like they're right away to be like Okay, we're jumping off the the Black Lives Matter bandwagon and we're hopping on the All Lives Matter bandwagon. It's ridiculous. And I'm just like I don't I don't get how you just flip-flop like that. I don't I don't understand that. Um I've been posting a lot of stuff on my story just trying to keep everybody informed with the stuff that I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Um and I do notice that my views like they have drastically gone down. But at the mm-hmm. same time I really don't care cuz I'm like those who need to see it are seeing it. You know, I do see a lot of people sharing and and I appreciate that shit. Like I I just want to inform those that I'm with the things that I'm being informed of, right. you know, which is more important to me than seeing all these races view my story. But anywho, yeah, that's what had me fucked up. That's what had you mm-hmm. fucked up. So <laughs> I know we can keep going on the matter, and we are, and we're going to keep on going with this with some headline things that we saw in the news in our next section. Ay, bendito. Ay, bendito.
What it is, mi gente. We are back. We are back. We're back. We're back. We're back. You know, where we we gonna talk about what, what stuck out to us locally in the headlines, um, in the news, you name it. We're gonna talk about it and we picked a couple things that actually stuck out to us um yes. this week. And there's just so much going on that we had to narrow it down because there's just a lot going on. So I mean, what you got? There's for a us? lot going on and we also just wanted to, you know, like we said, our uh or like we said earlier, our, our, our Caldero talk, woo, our Caldero talk is heavy on a lot of the media that's going on. So this I Bendito section might be a little bit short today. Um, we kind of wanted to steer away from it so that we kind of give you guys a balance of entertainment and um, media headlines as well. So Thursday, there's a very big discussion that you can listen to. We are super excited. Um, today, we do want to talk about a few things that I did see. So um, this is from Fox News. And the headline reads, these cities have begun defunding police in the wake of George Floyd protests. So as the final of three memorial services for George Floyd began Monday in his hometown of Houston. Protests that happened in his name are continuing across the country with the Black Lives Matter movement now advocating to hashtag abolish police. Now, I did see this. I did see that. Um, I think they said Missouri. No, Minneapolis. Um, they already started um, defunding their police and making it a community led Law enforcement, I think, is the word. Mm, okay. Um, so that should be interesting. I think in the smaller cities, things like that can work. I think when we think about the major cities, we're going to have to think about it. We're going to have to take that approach a little, di- a little bit differently because I don't know. I don't know what that looks like for a major city. You know, I don't I think for a small city, it's easy for the community to to pitch in with what I'm guessing is like just having like more neighborhood watch. Remember those? Like, did you ever see signs for those when you were younger? Isn't that what um, Zimmerman did? That's what he swore. That's what when everything went down with Trayvon Martin. Yeah, maybe we don't need that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know what I'm saying. I don't like, know how that's gonna work, and I really in your neighborhood. I don't know about that whole neighborhood watch bullshit. I really don't. Yeah, uh, New York City Mayor Bill De Blasio announced Sunday he would accede to protesters' demands by moving to shift funds away from NYPD toward youth and social services, which is amazing. Um, I will say that. You know, we're now going on the 12th day or the 13th day of protesting nationwide and changes are being made. Our voices are being heard for all those people who are saying protests don't work, for all those people who are saying, you know, this is not the right way to go about it. Things are happening because we are marching the streets, because we are showing up and and letting, you know, the system know, listen, you're broken. We know it and we need to fix it. We're not against like we're against you now, but we want to be with you. But you need to understand that there is something going on that is, you know, keeping us back. I just learned about redlining. I didn't know what the I never knew about that. Systemic, um, yes, systemic oppression and what that looks like. Yeah, and, and, and I I'm telling you, if I'm learning a lot from these little three minute clips that people are yeah, getting, yeah, yeah, you should be watching it too because it is very informative. That's where I learned about it, and I was like, I did not understand that. I 
you know, we see it in our own communities. You know, some one of the kids at Movement City uh, pointed it out and was like, you know, you go to Mount Vernon in Lawrence and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, these people have houses, the they have land, they have property. And then, you know, you go, is beautiful. Like you go down the street to South Broadway and, you know, you see a drastic difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it was just like. I was I was taken back. I was like, whoa, this is really what the fuck is going on. Look at Andover. Look at Lawrence. You know, you cross that line. It's a dirt road. There's no pretty flowers. There's no nothing. But once you get into Andover, it's green grass everywhere. It's beautiful buildings. It's well-kept sidewalks. You know, you get to Lawrence and it's a, it's a whole different story. Um, but yeah, people, you know, uh, now Los Angeles Mayor Eric Gar- Garcetti said Wednesday that he tasked the city to identify $250 million in cuts to invest more money into the Black community, communities of color, women, and people who have been left behind, quote, unquote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? People who have been left behind. <laughs> Probably not the best words to use. Right. Um, <clears throat> Minneapolis... Uh, nine members of the Minneapolis City Council said before a crowd Sunday that they supported defunding the city's police department and replacing it with a community-based public safety model. That's the word I wanted to use. Community-based public safety model. So I don't know what that's going to look like, but that should be interesting. Nine council members is enough to override any veto. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Frey, um, though any significant moves to disband the Minneapolis Police Department or alter its funding will likely require a public vote on the matter to change it to to change its charter fox 9 reported so i mean they're listening they're listening we still got to keep protesting we got we can't let the momentum die down exactly. i know social media people are kind of over it now they're not posting today i didn't see a lot of people posting about it i see the regular like posting about ads posting about this posting about that um it just, i know like We've talked about it multiple times, like even just amongst, you know, just you and I, but it releasing content just doesn't feel good right now. Like there's there have been plenty of times where I'm like, oh, I want to like post this. And I'm like, no, that's I don't care to do it right now, to be honest like this. I don't know. Like, it's just how does how do you balance that? You know what I'm saying? Like releasing content but at the same time i don't know I, like what is the balance i don't know i'd rather just continue to inform people and say fuck it like granted my content will be like a hair tutorial so it's not even that deep that's so superficial um so it's not important um but yeah like I, right now i just would rather use my platform to speak out same same here i mean um last week i received the the final cut of a song that was supposed to release this Friday with me and another artist. And we're super hype about it. And we're like, when are we going to release it? And I was like, let's, you know, originally it was supposed to be released this Friday. And then I hit him up and I was like, listen, I don't think right now is the time to push anything else besides anything pertaining to what's going on. And luckily he was like, he's like, I, I completely understand it. I feel the same way. Like if we were to release something right now, it just wouldn't feel right. So I definitely agree. Nobody should be releasing media or anything right now. But that's a great segue into this. Um, LA's protests drew 50,000. This is according to TMZ. LA's protests drew 50,000 and rapper YG shoots a music video. Oh, my God. In the middle of this protest. Um, 
as LA's largest protest yet of George Floyd's killing made its way through Hollywood streets with huge celebs showing support. YG used it as a powerful backdrop for his new fuck the police music video. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there are, there are other celebrities there with him in this picture. Um, his shirt reads Ku Klux cops hang yourself with a Ku Klux Klan member hanging themselves. Um, you know, there are, everybody looks like they're down for it. I don't, it's hard for me uh, <laughs> to put in words for that. I'm trying to, and I mean, and feel free anybody to, you know, correct me. Um, you hit me up, you know, um, how are we condoning that but then influencers that are also using the protest as their backdrop are being canceled yeah you know what i'm saying like where is that i might be playing that was where's that, the that line that, where is that line you know yeah. um but i do understand that I mean, the basis of the song, if it's fuck the police, like it's it'll make sense for there to be a protest going on. So it was either go off site location and, you know, get all these people to do this or just, you know, I guess for free, jump in the protest. And I hope that at least at least he donated a large amount of money to the Black Lives Matter Foundation because you are using your own people to capitalize off them at the end of the day. Um you know, just like these so- social media influencers, you're you're absolutely right. You're not wrong. I do wonder where the line is, though. I I really do look at it like where is the line? Because, you know, we're mad at these people who are just pu- pulling up and posing, you know, with their little signs. And you know, here is YG like I'm going to shoot a whole music video in the middle of a protest with right. my people. You know, so it's like, but I I understand the. Um, you know, importance of, you know, he is marching with his people. Like he is a black man. He's in, he's in it with his people. And and I understand that, you know, like the um, influencers that I've seen are white girls that are doing this dumb shit. And I I haven't seen any um, white uh, men. Um, I, I know that there was a YouTuber, Jake, some i think his oh, name yeah, is yeah the guy that went to the suicide forest i don't i have no idea but um you know he was caught looting and then he released a statement saying that like no he wasn't or whatever and i'm like i'm so over the apologies or like i just i'm i'm over it like if you're if you did something to gain whatever or to keep your followers then stand by your fucking words stand by your actions Stop yeah. this tiptoeing bullshit. If you, if, if that's what you like, cause the thing is, is that if you felt so compelled, like not like I'm, I'm deviating a little bit. You felt so compelled to voice your opinion. And it was the complete opposite of what is going on. And then a day later, your public, your publicist is probably on your line talking about, yeah, we, we not doing that. You're going to hurt the brand. You're going to have to put out a public, a, a public apology. No. And the amount of people that are like, okay, he apologized. We're good. Stop being so fucking forgiving. Well, that's what I that's what I was telling you earlier like these 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 brands or companies that come out with statements that it's like I don't need a statement from you like your statement is not going to change my vision on you like especially the, like these 
food chains that came out with you know supporting Trump and then I'm about to be you know, skinny I, this summer. I ain't eating nowhere. <laughs> I saw that list. I was like, well, goddamn, we about to get we about to just get in shape because at this point, honey, I bought Popeyes right when I saw the list and I was like, damn, Popeyes is on the list. I'm tight. Is it on the list? One of the lists I saw it was on. I was like, damn it. The only consistent fast food chain that has not been on a single list is McDonald's. And no, no, I I have not seen a list with McDonald's on it. It it has. I've seen it on plenty. It has. I was like, I stopped eating. The one that I didn't see was Burger King until recently. I saw Burger King. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, was, I, did, I saw rec- uh, recently. Yeah, I was like, I also "Fuck!" I've been eating Burger King because it was the only one that was left out. So I had been eating Burger King, and now I'm like, "Great!" So I can't eat none of them. None of the ones next to my house, I can't eat. Right. <laughs> so, Dunkin summer Donuts 2021, we looking zumpte. I mean, you know, we looking zump cute. Summer 2021, what's gay? Do we know if Dunkin's is on the list? Because Dunkin's is not on the list because I they are smart. Might have a heart attack. Like I might. They die. are smart. Um, no Starbucks is not on the list. Starbucks no is not on the list, um, which is shocking. But at the same time, Starbucks, you know, they Starbucks. I talk all my shit about Starbucks, but they are pretty good people sometimes. Sometimes, don't ever quote me on that, Jenny. I know Jenny's listening. <laughs> Um, oh, that's funny. But yeah. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I got um. So in in you know light of everything that's going on, y'all know how much I love my girl Amanda Seals. Oh, baby, I love that woman. She is just so powerful, and I just like. I don't know if she's a hugger, but I just want to hug her. I'm not even a hug her, but I want to hug her so bad. Like I just think she's so amazing. Um, like if I could even ever just sit in the same room as her, I would be so content because I can listen to her talk all day. I really can. But so she, I believe it was Hollywood Unlocked that, no, it wasn't. She was talking to Brandon V. Dixon. They were doing a live and she had, you know, disclosed that she would not be returning to the real. And good for, and like she is just a beautiful example of somebody who you know stays true to their like, values yeah like she she stuck she's sticking to her values and you know money does not run her and she said multiple times she's like if i can do what i do without the fame sh- like she would do it and i love she that also about said her. she also said like a key a key thing that people didn't understand is like she she walked away from this because she's in a position where she knows I'm good. I'm going to be good. Like she didn't walk away. You know, a lot of the hosts that are there are probably staying there. Cause they're like, this is my only source of income. This is what I, you know, this is what I got to do. Da, 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 da. She was not like, even no. because, because of the show, a lot of them like they're now they're good. Businesses yeah. Are taking off. Well, so the longer like, that you stay on those shows, the longer that your contract gets. Right. So, but, you know, she, she was loving And people were like dragging Amanda, like, oh, she got fired. Good. The show didn't need her. Blah, blah, no, blah. And it's like, hold on. It. First of all, she literally, you heard it straight from her mouth. She said, my contract ended and that was my way. That was my way out. Boom. Done. She had a six month contract. She chose, she chose not to renew. You know what I'm saying? So she chose to walk and away. She from chose. That. She only chose to not to renew because what she be, she came onto the reel in the middle of a season. 
So the money that she received from the reel wasn't even the full amount that any other host is getting because the money she received was already budgeted for and they had to find money to pay her for the rest of the season. So that's one. Two, she's in the option phase of the contract where when you be, when you're in the option phase of a contract, it's negotiable between you and the other party. It's not your lockdown. You know, you're going to finish the season and at the end of the season, they're going to type up the full contract for a full, you know, full term. um, And they'll tell you how much you're going to make and so on and so forth. And all those details will get worked out right now. They're going to give you this much money for you to do this, this many episodes, write it out to the end of the season. And then we'll talk. Mm -hmm. Basically, that's what they told her. And, you know, she got to the point where she was like. I'm not going to do this no more because it doesn't fit with my values. You know, the, t- the real is a very lighthearted show. They don't really get deep into topics. They don't but really get heavy. People in the comments would be so upset when conversations got deep. And I'm like, why? I just don't understand. To me, when, you know, Amanda had disclosed that, you know, she she didn't feel like she was going to be allowed to speak to her community the way that they need to be spoken to. And I, when she said that, I was like, yo, dead ass. Like, people aren't, this whole, like, fluffy, cute shit is like, nah, it's going to get overlooked. But when, when Amanda spoke, people were so uncomfortable because she was speaking with so much conviction in her in her in her voice like she was you felt like she was talking to you directly because she was like y'all need to hear this and that's that the show has not had that you know what i'm saying yeah, so it's well, like well that there's thing like um cuz i did watch the hollywood unlocked interview and jason was I? like you know i feel like you know that's what a lot a lot of what tamar brought to the table was that aspect of like in your face and nobody else at the table can relate to that because no one else at the table is in your face. No one else is at the table bringing you facts. And, you know, then they, I watched something else that pointed out the fact that when they were talking about, I think Ahmad's death mm-hmm. um, on the reel, um, you know, that's the episode where Amanda was crying because um, he was running and she was crying about the situation. They didn't release that clip on YouTube. And they were, you know, people were putting two and two together. They're like, you know, because the real, you know, audience is probably the white woman, um, you know, they do a lot of things to kind of comfort that audience. Very, very interesting to me that to think that their dynamic is white women. Granted, I'm sure it's like this thing at home. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, think about it. A lot of white um, women are probably, a lot of Karens. Who you probably know stay saying? home which is like and have the time it's like so sad to think that this show is i would love to see the numbers i don't know if that's like public information to see what the numbers look like but i just feel like which also blows my mind thinking about like the numbers because i believe that amanda was on the show because when she was on the show the numbers the ratings went up when she would guest co-host yeah am i wrong yeah, so it wasn't. She said it was an organic, you know, it was an organic thing. Like she would go there, it they would all have a good time. You know, facts were being spoken, and she thought she was being brought on to help better the show. And she appreciated that when she spoke, she was listened to. But she said that there was just a lot of issues with the higher ups, the people that we don't see, um, that just 
you know, there was a disconnect where she was like, I want to reach out to my people, my demographic. And there was a lot of things where it was like, well, we can't really talk like that or we can't do this type of episodes and stuff like that. It's just, um, I don't know, because now it makes me think. And again, like I've said this multiple times, I absolutely love the real. Um, I've been watching since they started, um, I think back in 2014, 15. I've been watching since then, you know, and to think that the conversations that they're actually having are sugarcoated, it it it's it almost like it tainted the show for me. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm thinking like, oh, they the, the real right. You want a show called The Real, so you giving us the real facts, the real shit, but it's it's sugarcoated. And Amanda came on and she disrupted that. And that's why I was like, yes, let's go, Amanda. And then for to listen to her say, like, she didn't feel like she can speak the way that she wanted to in order to address her community. I'm like, so then what the fuck are these these other women? What are they talking about? I feel like I don't even want to listen to them talk anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I've said this before, like, even off off record or whatever, when you and I are talking, like, I don't think Adrian's voice is that powerful, that of a Latina. You know what I'm saying? Like, she ain't never said something that shocked me to my core, but it might have shocked somebody else. I just, but when Amanda spoke, I was like, oh, shit. We done said something. Let's go. Adrian just always plays the mutual role. And I, I noticed it. that, like, Adrian it. always is the one at the table, leading them into the segues, leading them into the break, leading them into this. Adrian like, and Tamara. I just want to start in the conversation. It's, it's because... mostly Jeannie and Lonnie going head to head. But I also think that I don't know. This is the second person that's been, you know, at the table and is now leaving. Like there's something, there's something going on there that, that we're not being like, well, we're, not, we're not, unless somebody speaks out against it and says it publicly. We're, we're, and we're I'm never just like, it makes me question it. Cause like she talked about her whole, her co-host and she's like, none of us really have ever had an issue. Like we get along. We're sisters. Yeah, she I, did say I, that, like in any workspace, you're not going to get along with everybody all the time. And that's yeah, valid, you know? Like they have been but I think she meant that, that more towards the, the but, more towards the people behind the camera. Right. But people were twisting it because they were like, oh, uh, Lonnie and Amanda unfollowed each other. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, and I'm like, did they ever even follow each other to begin That's with? That's what Charlamagne said. Charlamagne was like, did they even ever follow each other? That's what people don't even put two and two together. Like there's people that you know that you just don't follow because your Instagram shit is whack. And I don't want to follow you, point blank and period. Well, like, my thing is, people, like, if I'm people gonna, equate if you're gonna real life relationships someone, why don't you to Instagram. Them? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're gonna, like, Lonnie has reposted Amanda multiple times, but I'm like, you just not gonna click the follow button? Like, you just gonna <laughs> go to her page, grab the content, post it, and that's it? Like, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. But I, I like, I went to go check it out, and I was like, I don't even think they were ever actually following each other. So when people are like trying to create this narrative, it's ridiculous the way that they try to pin women against each other like you can have differences in what a- i loved what i loved about it is that amanda came out saying there are two fucking pandemics going on and this is what the fuck you're worried about mm-hmm. and i was like oh you better speak on it you better speak on it because yes this is not what this is not what we should be worried about right i mean we're talking about it here because it's lighthearted, but Right. You know, but, everyone I mean, else who was causing this drama I, and typing in the comments and doing all of this. I bring it up vote. because now people are saying, you know, this is what Amanda has been talking about on the reel for months. Mm-hmm. And some of y'all are now just paying attention to it. And I'm like, I again. And she I, released her app. 
Yeah, uh, Smart, Funny, and Black uh, Masters or Society. Uh, society, SF, society, SF, yeah. society, yeah. And yeah. you got to pay. You got to pay. It's a social app, but you have to pay because she said, you know, obviously she's trying to make coin, but at the same time, she wants people who are going to take shit seriously. She's like, I'm not going to do something for free and have a whole bunch of fucking coons up in here, like, disrupting the peace. Like, I want to mm-hmm. have a conversation with smart, funny, and black people who are of that quality. Yep. I was like, girl, girl, you better charge it that monthly that fee. I'm more excited to go to her show in October. Like, I'm so hyped to like. You better man, charge that fee. Room with her. Oh my god, I might even pay a little extra so I can be like, can you sign my book? Um, <laughs> I, I love her. Um, do, do I? I think for the most part, I always agree with her. You know what I'm saying? But like, and then I like again. I not to make this all about Amanda Seals, but I just love her. Um. You know, I love that she puts people on blast in her story, like that come at her wild sideways in her in her DMs, and she's like, "Yo, what the fuck? Like, what brings you? Like, you can disagree with someone, but like, what brings you to get into their inbox to be like you're fucking stupid? Like, what? Like, to go off like that? Like, I, I just could never." <laughs> Like even people in my own life, when they say something outlandish, I'm just like, "Itu, <sighs> right?" Like I don't, I'm like, okay, I like people that you can disagree with someone, but don't come for their intelligence. Like don't, like there's just no, absolutely no reason for that. I will, I will never stand by that. It just blows my fucking mind. <laughs> I don't know. That's enough about Amanda. I'm, I'll talk about her very frequently, very often because she's amazing. <laughs> I think that's. <laughs> Wrapping up our I Bendito for today. Um, like I said, make sure you guys tune in on Thursday for that Caldero talk and that Reposad because it gets real raw and authentic. Um, I'm super excited for that. Um, anything else? No, I'm good, mi gente. I'm, I said what I had to say. <laughs> all right. With all of that that we had been said, my name is Ruzales and I'm blasting off. And I'm Nina Montañez. Stay blessed, mi gente.